This is the Marriage Bites Podcast, episode 76, How to Choose the Perfect Gift. Welcome back. We're so glad you're here. We have what I think is going to be a short but very important topic for you today. So a while ago, I was thinking about our relationship and something that felt a little bit off to me. And as I was kind of going through trying to describe to myself what wasn't feeling quite right, I realized that it was in the giving. And when I say giving, I'm not talking about gifts. I'm not talking about chocolates and flowers like we talked about last week. Though they're great. Although it does apply to those things as well. So it does apply to like giving physical gifts, but I think it's even more important and applicable when you're talking about giving service to your spouse in whatever ways that you do. And I promise this will make more sense once I get into it a little bit more. But it's not really about what you do, it's about how you do it. And I remember saying this to you several years ago, and you were sort of like, I don't get it. So I hope that in this episode, I can really illustrate what this actually means. So let me start with telling you a story about my grandpa. My grandpa loved to show his grandkids how much he loved them. And not just the grandkids, but like everybody. Uh, They would have get-togethers at their house and all the cousins and everybody would come and everyone would be sitting around talking. And he would go around and massage people's shoulders. Or when you got there and he wanted to give you a hug, whatever, he would rub your shoulders. And it was a little weird for some of us family. Yeah, not everybody really loved having their shoulders rubbed like that. Yeah, he did that to me. And I'm like, what are you doing? Sort of like, oh, like don't touch me. (laughs) And that's legit, I think. But the thing is, that was the way he wanted to show his love for members of his family. I wonder if it's because he loved getting his shoulders rubbed. And so he just figured, well, I love it. And so that's what I'm going to do to show other people that I love them. So when you're giving something to somebody else, an offering like a shoulder rub or a compliment, or when you are showing somebody your love, if you're trying to show somebody some affection, but you're doing it in a way that's the way that you would like to receive it. I think people do this a lot. I think you do this sometimes too. Like your love language is physical touch. Oh yeah. And so when you're showing your love to me, you want to show me love through physical touch because it's how you feel loved. Well, because I don't get much from you. So I, when I touch you, it's like being touched. And so it's, yeah, I, yeah. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. This isn't like right in a wrong way to offer people affection or love. This is just a new way of thinking about it. So there's a difference between giving somebody the affection that you want to give and giving what you would like to receive. So I felt like my grandpa was either giving what he wanted to give, whether or not the person receiving wanted to receive it, or there's giving what he wanted to receive. I don't know if anybody ever, actually it did. Sometimes people would come and rub his shoulders and I think he really enjoyed that. So he was in some way, I think, trying to communicate what he wanted to other people. And I think in the past, I don't think it's so much now. You would try to give me physical touch because it was what you wanted to receive. Kind of like what you just said a minute ago. Like when you touch me, it feels like you are also receiving physical touch through that because it's what you want Not necessarily because it's what I want. Does that make sense? Is that a true question to me? That is an actual question for you. Well, I can see how it always seemed that way, but it wasn't always that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not always. It wasn't 
it's never always one thing. Um, this memory is always coming back to me when I'm thinking about this concept. When I was in, I think, middle school, I had an English teacher that I really liked. And she got married during the school year of the year that she was my teacher. And I had actually met her before the school year started through a family friend. And so I felt like kind of a kinship to her or something. And when she got married, I wanted to give her a gift for her wedding. But I didn't want to just give her any gift. I wanted to give her something that would be really useful to her. But I was in sixth grade. I hardly knew her. I mean, I knew her a little bit. And I really liked her. And so I didn't really know what she liked. It wasn't like I knew her favorite Bath and Body Works scent or whatever. And so I wanted to give her something that she could really use. I remember I got her fabric softener. And <laughs> it sounds really stupid. I wish our listeners could see the, <laughs> I wish they could face. See the look in my face. I'm like, wow, that's... But That's I'm, terrific bass. I'm sure there was a story or something she had said in class that that tied in the fabric softener. But the point is to say that I really wanted to give her something that she could appreciate. And that's different than saying, I want to give you what I want to give you, or I want to give you the thing that I wish I could receive. I know it sounds really stupid, but it makes a good point that me knowing your desires to experience physical touch, you know, a back rub or just a caress on your arm or whatever. I can do that for you because I know what it is that you like. So did you get her the fabric softener because also because you wanted fabric softener? No, it wasn't about me at all. It was just about her. Okay. But that's what I mean. Please don't ever get me fabric softener as a gift. (laughs) Well, actually I might use it. Well, there was a, I know there was a reason behind it. I don't remember what the reason was. But there was something that she had said where I was like, oh, I know what to get her. I don't remember why, but I know that there was some reason in my sixth grader mind that I thought that would be the perfect gift for her. Um, But when we are talking about the interactions with our spouses, are we thinking about what is the perfect gift for them or what is the perfect gift for me to give? There's another memory that comes up in my mind when I think about this too. Oh, it was probably 20 years ago or 18 years, many years ago. On my birthday, you bought me a 22 handgun. What was I thinking? What were you thinking? I don't know. I thought you would really like it. I thought some, it could be something we could shoot together. Right. But which one of us likes shooting more than the other? I'm not sure. You do. You like shooting way more than I do. Are sure about that? Okay, I'm not saying I didn't appreciate the gift because I did. I see that you're like, here, here's a thing that can be yours that we can do stuff together with. I had put a lot of thought into it too. But it really you seemed... might think that a gift like that, it's something that you love and it's it was a gift that you wanted to give. I'm not saying it was a wrong thing to do. What I'm saying is the idea behind it is much more important than the actual item. So you gave me a gun, and I was like, okay, great. And I did appreciate it, but it wasn't maybe what my first choice would have been. And did you realize that my first choice probably would not have been a firearm? I bet it was in the top 10, though. Right, but see, it's the concept of you gave what you wanted to give, or you gave what you were wishing you could receive. Like, because you love when I buy guns for you. Yeah, I can't. And can't so you bought a gun for that. me. And I again, I can't get into your head really and just, and know the difference between giving what you want to give versus giving what you want to receive. But it does make a difference when you are deciding a gift for somebody or when you are approaching 
how do I show my spouse that I love them? So have you started talking about the four things? Yes, I've been I've mentioned every single one of them. There's four things on my list. Let me just say this. There's four ways to give a gift or some kind of offering. It doesn't have to be a physical gift. It's thinking about it in terms of what you want to give. There's thinking about it in terms of what you would like to receive. Sometimes people give what they want to receive. They say, I love it when I get lotion, so I'm going to give everybody lotion. There's thinking about giving in terms of what they would give to you. So I can, if I'm trying to get a gift for my sister for her birthday, sometimes people think, well, what would she get me if it was my birthday? And they give based on that. There's also giving based on what you really believe that that person wants to receive, which is the story of the fabric softener. I didn't want to just get her something that wouldn't be useful to her. And I know fabric softener is kind of an unconventional gift, but it was exactly what she needed. It's like giving somebody a bag of potatoes. I know. It, it sounds really stupid now, but I think she appreciated it. Yeah. And for, I, did, I wish I could remember the, for a mature the context. Adult, yeah, for a mature adult who's getting married, you actually think about that, and it's actually a pretty useful gift. It's. I think it would probably make a lot more sense if I could remember the context behind why I chose right. that. When you are coming to your spouse to show them that you care, are you thinking about what would they do to me? That sounded bad. (laughs) (laughs) What would they do for me? What would I like them to do for me? Or am I thinking, what would be really useful for my spouse right now? What would they really appreciate right now? So I feel like that was a really long way of describing something that could have been said in about a quarter of the time. So, yeah. You did say it was going to be a shorter episode. (sighs) I know I haven't really said a whole lot during this episode, and everyone's probably wondering, where is he at? They're probably I'm, not wondering that. They're probably not. <laughs> I, I'm here. I'm just, I've been listening. Again, it's not about what you do. It's about why you're doing it. What is the intent behind it? And I think it really is important to kind of look at it and say, what does my spouse need right now? What is it that they want? How can I be helpful? It could be an offering of service. So this concept of gift giving can be applied to all of the love languages. So if the, if I know that my spouse's love language is acts of service, I can say, what do I wish he would do for me? Or what am I willing to do right now in this situation? Um, if the tables were turned, what would he be doing for me? Which I, I kind of think that one... While it's totally legitimate as well, there's a tendency to want to go to the adaptive child self and say, well, he wouldn't do it for me, so I won't do that for him. Um, that Sometimes people do that. They're like, well, he's not helping, so he's not helping me, so I'm not going to help him. So you have to be really careful if you're going to go with that one. Or what do I perceive? Or can I ask and say, what would be the most helpful for you right now? Um, sometimes when you're in the kitchen cooking dinner, you're sort of a whirlwind when you cook. And I say, how can I help? And you say, you can help by staying out of the way. So instead of saying to myself, well, if I were me, if I were him, I might say, just stay out of the way, but actually mean if you could go and do this other stuff instead, that would be one way. But when you say that, I'm like, okay. And then I stay out of the way. And then I try to keep the kids out of the way too. So you can just do your thing and get the cooking finished. I'm a little bit like for those more um, experienced listeners who remember Looney Tunes, the character, the Tasmanian devil, uh-huh. he goes around and he's like a whirlwind of, he's like doing all this stuff and destroying things. It's like that in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're kind of like that. You kind of like that a lot of times actually, but then you stop and you just lay down. You're either like the Tasmanian devil or you're like 
sitting down. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm kind of like that too sometimes. Well, it's like that in my mind. I'm either asleep or my mind is going 100 miles an hour. That's kind of how it feels. I kind of think we should just start over, record this whole thing over again. My back is killing me sitting here. I need to go do something. And I'm getting sleepy. <laughs> You're like, that's not what I want to hear. Is it that boring? I was just talking to some of my, in my coaching group earlier today about how I'm kind of boring. And I'm like, oh, great. I just put you to sleep. <sighs> All right. Well, maybe it'll be okay. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's salvageable. Probably is. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap for this episode of the Marriage Bites Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, share it with a friend. Do you feel like the fun and adventure you used to have has been crowded out by work, kids, and just life in general? I have put together 24 super fun date night ideas that will have you laughing and connecting in 20 minutes or less. So head over to andalynprice.com to get a whole bunch of easy and free date ideas. You'll be amazed at how a little bit of play can have you laughing and connecting in no time. Babysitter not required. I don't have a title for this episode, but it's a really good concept, so. I thought it was love your lever, lever. To leave, love your lever? No, that was a joke. Um, quadrants of, <laughs> there's four. Concept, the concept of giving. How to make a better offering. How to give better gifts. How to give better to your spouse. How to give your spouse better. How to be better for your spouse to give them what they want. Like it's going to be a whole paragraph. Why don't we just take the whole episode and make the whole episode? The title? The title. That'd be a really good idea. Then people will really know what it is we're going to say. Right. Okay. When I've... I don't know why this always comes back to... I don't know why this, those are, there's another, I'm really not explaining this very well. I imagined this coming out a lot easier. I thought I knew what I was going to talk about and it's feeling really awkward right now. Uh, I hope it comes across a little bit better (laughs) in the recording.